David Luongo, uh, MXGP of Indonesia. We've made it. It was a long trip, but we've made it to Indonesia, which is a very different event. Uh, how do you kind of view coming here and what's so important about being in this country for MXGP and Ustream? Hi, everybody. So, yeah, for, uh, for the MXGP World Championship, uh, Asia is a very, very important market because it's a, it's a growing, growing market in, in terms of fans and in terms of uh, sales of bikes. So Indonesia is one of the biggest countries in this area. Uh, and uh, for the manufacturer, it's, uh, it's a very, very important market. For uh, Honda and Yamaha, is one of the biggest market in the world in terms of sales of bikes. And uh, you can see uh, also in um, super sports, they have some riders. And uh, when they are, you have race in Europe, they have 100,000 people following the races. So they are big fans of motorsport. I, you can see also here in the street, we are on a small island, but everybody is on the, on the bikes. So uh, it's, a, it's a huge potential for, for the, the motorsport in general and for, for the MXGP in particular. So um, we are very happy to be here. We see that we have this year two races in Indonesia. I can tell you that uh, if it was uh, without any limit, we could have more, much more than f two races. But we have also to be logical and the full calendar uh, has to be uh, to touch many other area in the world. So uh, two races in, uh, in this uh, beautiful country. Uh, then uh, it's also important for the MXGP World Championship to be a global series. So for sure, we need to go outside of Europe. We need to touch important market, as it is also in South America, as it was also in the Middle East. Uh, and, uh, and that's it. So Indonesia, very important race. Uh, last year, despite the weather, we had also a very good crowd. So we will see this year with uh, normally a better weather uh, if the crowd respond well. A uh, um, lot of presence also of authorities. We have some minister here present for the for the event. So um, you have a very good interest. It's uh, it's very positive for the sport and positive for the motocross. I guess it's frustrating in a way that you can't show people what it's like out on the street and in the paddock, because obviously all the fans at home only watch it on TV and get to see that one bit, which doesn't show how different this is to Europe. Yeah. Like as soon as you walk out of a paddock and onto the street and see how friendly everyone is, like even I've taken five photos with fans today. <laughs> everyone just embraces MXGP, and it's just so hard to get that across to people who aren't lucky enough to see it for themselves. Yeah, we try to we try to show the best of the of the place we go, but for sure, nothing replaces the, the 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 live experience when you are here. Uh, so what I can say is, okay, we all know that the historic market of motocross is Europe. But the people that don't travel cannot realize how popular our sport is also outside of Europe. So when you go to Argentina, I never see fans to be warm like this. Uh, when you come here, look, it's very simple. Uh, in terms of pictures, everybody, like you said, every, everybody wants pictures from us, also from the organizer, from the, the journalists, from the media, from the riders, because they are like uh, virgin fans. So they, they start from zero and they, they are passionate about everything, about the bike, about the tire, about, about everything. And um, we have to respect that. It's not that uh, the value of a fan in Europe has more value than a fan outside of Europe. A fan of motocross is fantastic for the sport. So it's very important to, to increase uh, the popularity of the sport outside of Europe also. And when you come here and you see the response of the fans, it's fantastic. Another thing that I think people don't really consider is everyone always talks about what a strain this is on the teams. Obviously, it's a lot to get here and get equipment here, even for yourself and Ustream, to get all of the infrastructure here, the signs, the banners. It's a huge undertaking. It would be much easier for you to just chuck another round in Europe and travel to Germany this weekend. But 
you recognise that the sport has to be here to grow, which at the end of the day, that's what we all want. Yeah, it is, it's not an easy life, you know. It's, uh, you talk about travel, you talk about finance, but you talk also about family. You talk about, for sure, it's easier to be next to home and to uh, stay home and to make a race, go back. But this is not the life. The life uh, is to develop a sport, and to develop a sport today, you, can, you have to go outside of Europe. This is, this is, in all the sport in the world, you have to go outside of Europe to, to get more market, to get more fans, to, to, to develop your sports. Then what everybody has to understand also is when you have finance for the teams, the finance of Ustream has to be multiplied by 10 because we have 150 people traveling the world. We have uh, uh, more than 80 tons of material traveling also the world with the marketing, with the, all the, 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 the infrastructure materials that we transport. So we, we also are very careful about this, uh, this cost. But um, taking the example of Indonesia, the, the, the manufacturer are also requesting to go in such country because they want to develop their markets. So um, it's, uh, it's a common will to go, to go overseas. It's something very important. For sure, it's not easy, but it is mandatory for a sport to grow, to go outside. Obviously, there's a long list of uh, requirements that an, a track has to meet in order to be able to host an event of this size. Rather, instead of going into detail, because I'm sure the list is very long, what are some of the key things that you look for to make sure that a track in America, Asia, Europe can host an MXGP round? Yeah, so we have a team of uh, four or five people that are really focused on the track inspection. So, for example, here, uh, Mr. Gunaris, our um, responsible for organization, is here for uh, three weeks now. We have a group of two people, Rui Goncalves also, and uh, one track designer. And uh, we uh, almost build the track by, uh, by ourselves with the help of the organizer. Then in some other country, you, we work different way. But um, it's, uh, it's a long process. So when we decide to go in a place, we, we send people for inspection to decide the best uh, spot to us, the GP, also basing on the request of the organizer. And then when we decide the spot, we have a big consulting part where we travel many times uh, between the races to, the, to the, the future location to help the organizer to uh, set up the track, to set up the infrastructure, to set up internet, to set up uh, everything. So then we try to keep uh, standard. And in some places is more easy, in some other places is more difficult, but uh, we are always back of the organizer to, uh, to help them to, to keep the same standard for all the races. Moving on to the next Indonesian round, the new one. Not many people know much about that at this point. There haven't been much photos. But from what I've been told, it should be a really popular event. It sounds like the dirt, the track's going to be amazing. Uh, can you tell us a little more about Semarang? Yeah. So here we are in Pangalpinang. It's a small island, uh, one hour and a half uh, from, uh, from Jakarta. And it was really a will for, from the government to, to push this island for the touristic, uh, touristic uh, point of view. When you see last year, I think you remember, the, f- the plane was full, 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 full of fans. And they, s- they sold about 6,000 air tickets just for the, the, the fans coming to the island to watch the race. So it was a huge success in terms of touristic, uh, touristic things. Semarang is quite different because we are on the main island. So it's uh, close to a very big city. So it's a uh, walking distance for big hotel from the city. And the track is, uh, has been built uh, inside a, a very nice forest uh, with some elevation. So it's, it's, not, it's, not the same, uh, it's not the same kind of, uh, of, of track and location. So we attend also much more people than here. 
where here last year was already about 30,000 people for the weekend, but we attend much more people in in Semarang because the the, the city and all, all the surrounding are much bigger. So it, it should be a very, very good event also. And uh, moving on to next year, the calendar for 2019 isn't out yet, but we know there will be six flyaways, uh, Hong Kong, Shanghai, and somewhere in the Middle East. Uh, what can you tell us about those? It sounds like the Middle East, which should be the first round, is going to be quite special. So the provisional calendar will be released normally next week, so I cannot go into the details for the location that has not been announced now. But yeah, to come back on the China, so one event in Shanghai, one event in Hong Kong, uh, it's, 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 it's amazing because uh, to imagine to bring these sports uh, in Hong Kong, you know, it's, it's something like uh, all just the major sports are doing. So it's a very big step for, for the motocross because we will be in a, in a very premium spot uh, with a lot of media, a lot of, uh, of uh, VIPs, a lot of uh, fans. It's, it's, it's a very, very good location also for the European to, to travel, uh, to, to make one race. It will be also a very good uh, race to do, you know. And Shanghai, we talk about China, so it's, uh, it's the biggest market in the world. It's very good to enter in this country. Uh, also with a very strong organizer uh, linked to the motocross industry. So it's uh, the company that owns uh, Just One Helmet. Uh, so they have also a big plan to develop the motocross in China. So it's not just to make an event, it's to create also all the routes uh, for the fans to, 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 cr- to bring the sport to an higher level. So it's a very positive, uh, positive event. Then Middle East... Uh, we are still uh, talking about, but uh, for now it's uh, it's too early to uh, to confirm it. Obviously, there are six flyaways, and I'm sure you'd like there to be more. Is there one location that you personally would like to see on the calendar, or somewhere where you've come close to having an event, but it just for whatever reason hasn't worked out yet? Yeah, for sure. I believe that today we we touch mainly the the biggest area in our sport, but if I would say. Uh, dreaming calendar we still miss japan and australia australia because is one of the biggest market of motocross and japan because uh, for sure it's the home uh, home country of uh, our main manufacturer so it's a long process uh, talking with these two country and i'm sure we will arrive to uh, to, to an event one day but uh, <laughs> it's quite a long long process to to make it happen I guess that's another advantage to being here, actually. Like, we're about as close to Australia as you can get without actually going there. So for those fans, they have an event that's at least accessible at a lower price. And even time zones, they can watch it on TV as normal on a Sunday like a normal fan. So you're ticking boxes all of the time. Yeah, yeah, it's clear. It's clear. It's, uh, for this, it's important to be global. For this, it was important when we took back the right in 2003 to... Uh, to, to, to go global because Europe is fantastic we have a very hardcore fans but it's not enough to, uh, to compete with bigger sports when you want to compete with bigger sports you need to, to become global you need to, to enter in the in new country you need to have a, a request from uh, South America from Chinese market to, uh, to exist to, ex- to still exist in Europe so it's, uh, it's something you need to put in a, in a big pot and then you make, uh, you make the, the calendar good so, um, like you said, in Asia is important because, in a way, we touch also uh, Australia. Uh, but uh, for sure, uh, to be really complete, we should go one day there. And uh, speaking of the sport growing, we're obviously into the second half now. So the Motocross of Nations is coming up quite quickly. From what I've heard, as far as early ticket sales go and all of that, this could be the biggest event in the history of motocross. Is it all looking quite positive from your side? 
it's a very 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 positive surprise because today the motocross of nation is such a good success that you know we reach a certain level and we were uh, gaining uh, more spectator every year but with a uh, normal uh, how to say normal increase yeah. let's say and uh, coming back to US was a good question mark because it's a long time we didn't come back with the, the motocross of nation but I have to say that yeah the, the pre-sales it's like a history record now because it's like uh, we are 45 or 50 percent higher than the best pre-sales in the history which were in the which was in the Majora so it's it's really really a good sign uh, very very good response from the american fans also from european fans we sell a lot of tickets from uh, from european fans that want to come to this event uh, and for sure yeah the sports will be amazing because all the best riders will be present and uh, and we're really looking for uh, for this event i guess that's another example of the long process to find in the right spot like you could have held the motocross of nations at glen helen last year and it might not have been as great, but you would have kept American fans happy. But instead, you chose to make the tough decision to wait a little longer for something amazing like this to come along. So although maybe it's painful for people to wait, it all comes around in the end and works out for the best. Yeah, it's a, you know, what the people have to understand is, is that we have the passion of the motocross. It's a, for sure it's a business, but we have, we have the passion of this sport like, like hell. So it's a, it was a very tough decision, but it was, a, I think, the good decision because uh, after the event, we saw with, uh, with uh, Bad Falcom, the, 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 the owner of the race, and we say, look, we need, we need to take more time because uh, it was not a big success. And, uh, and it was a tough decision also for us because uh, we have a very good relation with, with him and, uh, and, uh, and the market in the USA is, is important. So um, for some months was not easy, but uh, like you said, at the end is the best one because uh, uh, we have a chance to make a very big event in the US. It's, uh, it's good, it's good for the sport. And uh, the motocross of nation is the is the biggest uh, is the diamond of our sport. So it's um, you cannot you cannot miss it. Uh, and uh, and what we see now it's uh, that it will be a success. And uh, and I uh, encourage everybody to come because uh, it, will, it will be it will be great. This track is amazing, and the organizer is uh, they are good people also. So <coughs> it's uh, it's very 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 exciting. From what's been said about a calendar for next year, it sounds like there isn't going to be an American round. But I'm guessing you're always keeping an eye on that country, what's going on, and for potential opportunities that would fit into the current market of MXGP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's something you know. Um, things change. Uh, in the past, it was more uh, it was more conflict uh, between USA and uh, and the MXGP World Championship. But I have to say that today the, the relationship are, are fantastic. Also with uh, with uh, MX Sport, we felt we all we are all in the same line, and we we talk with the same voice. So then, for sure, we have all our championship to manage. Uh, but um, the the thing is, there is a, there is collaboration. So for sure, if something logical come up, uh, we will we will help each other to make it. But then the first uh, step is to make a success with the Motocross of Nation and then to, uh, to see what can happen in the future. Finally then, to wrap this interview up, what's one thing that you're keeping an eye on at the moment that you really want to grow in MXGP? Something you're just desperate to maybe add that isn't here at the moment or include or grow, just something that you think is really important to you, maybe even on a personal level? Yeah, so 
not a big revolution to come because I think that the, the last four or five years we made a big changes in our sport and we are on the good way. But the, now is we focus ma- very much on the details to, to improve every details of the uh, how we welcome the fans, uh, the hospitalities. What very very important thing is the development of uh, MXGP TV. We see the last four years uh, grow of uh, 35 to 40 percent every year. So it's uh, I believe. Uh, uh, it's very important for the kids, for the young, to to be to be to be available on the on any platform, any media platform. Today, you can be in every part of the world and you can watch the MXGP series uh, live uh, with the subscription of the of the of the championship. So, this is something that we want to develop in the future to be also more interactive, and uh, and the social network to continue to be to be very reactive and to to improve it. But then on the organization side, we love the, the two days format. Uh, we think it's very important for the fans to be able to arrive Friday to to take uh, the camping, to stay two days, to really feel the atmosphere. It's something that is really related to the roots of our sport, and this we want to keep it. Uh, and then uh, yeah, to maybe improve a bit also the activities inside the paddock to find more uh, funny things to do inside, and then to. F- as always to improve the the venue this is something we always discuss with the organizer to 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 improve the access road to improve the to find place where we have hotel uh, close to the to the venue and um, and uh, all the things that can bring can attract fans that are not used to come to motocross because the hardcore fans is fantastic but to develop a sport we need also people that instead of going to see a football game they will see they will come to see motocross because it's fun and uh, when they will come once it can we can have sun or rain they will be happy and they will come back and this is very very important uh, also for us